welcome to another episode of Dad Can We Talk. This is episode 101. We finally hit the uh the 100s. So yeah man, it's a uh we starting over on a new hundred. We on a new year. Um and y'all know, like I said, man, you know, I'm ready to get back to it. It's been a few weeks since um, I posted the last episode, episode 100. And um, I'm just telling y'all, man, look forward to more dads. You know, I told y'all in the beginning, I have dads on top of dads on top of dads, man. You know, we gonna continue getting these stories out there. That's what, that was my mission when I first set out to do this. I wanted to tell the story of fatherhood from a black father's perspective. Uh, <clears throat> And along the way, I've met a lot of other dads from other communities, and I've been able to help them also tell their stories, man. So shout out to all the dads, man, that's uh, come on, dad, can we talk and told their stories. You know, I, I, I've learned a lot, so many different things from so many different dads from all walks of life. Um, and I'm looking forward to continue learning because one thing I always said about dad, can we talk, it was never about um perfect dads dads that got everything right or do everything right it was never about that from the beginning it's always been about dads who are just trying their best every day you know to be active to be supportive and we're just we're learning every day you know so uh, that's what we're gonna continue to do so appreciate all the dads out there that supported appreciate all the women out there that supported the podcast also man y'all have been uh, great supporters uh buying the merch and everything man so uh appreciate all the women that's giving me feedback and uh supports the podcast i'm definitely appreciative of y'all also won't don't want to leave y'all out but um yeah man so uh before we get started today i gotta say this of course y'all go to the youtube page at dad can we talk and subscribe to the podcast um I need that. I'm trying to get my subscribers up on the channel, so that would be a great help. People ask how they can help the podcast. That's the best way, the most important thing that you can do for the podcast if you want to support. Go to the YouTube page and subscribe to the channel. That is like the biggest support that I need from everyone out there. Um, uh, I'm in the works of, I might be about to get on do a deal where I'll be on a TV channel. Y'all look forward to more information about that. I'll have some more information about that within the next month. So that'll help get everything um, going a little more in the in the direction that I wanted to go in. Um, trying to get more eyes on the podcast. I want more people to be able to hear, hear these stories. So um, I'm putting in the groundwork, the footwork to make that happen. So like I say, man, y'all continue to support because I got some big stuff I'm trying to do this year. Um, and I'm going to need all the support that I can get. Uh, if you want to find this episode and all the rest of the episodes, go to www.dadcanwetalk.com. That's where you can find the, um, all the merch. Y'all see me, I'm sporting one of the Dad Can We Talk Skelly caps right now. Uh, you can find this. Uh, we got shirts. We got um some hoodies we got some um some sweatshirts we got some everything on there uh go you can find that at the website 
You can listen to all the audio episodes there. You can find the YouTube channel there. You can donate to the podcast there. Everything is at dadcanwetalk.com. So if you want to support and you want to find more about Dad Can We Talk or you want to contact me, go to www.dadcanwetalk.com. Boom. So I got all that out of the way. And today I'm sitting with one of my brothers. Y'all sure. listen, man. For sure. Um, we go way back. We go way, 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 way back. back. <laughs> way back, man. Go way we go back. back to, like high school days. Yeah, man. for so sure. It's been a good minute. Um, when we we really started to really we we started really building our relationship maybe about 2013, 2014 mm-hmm. when I started working at Dollar General. Yep. At the warehouse, man, and um, ever since then, man, it's just been that's been my dog, mm-hmm. you know. And um, over the years, man, we continued to build, um, always helping one another, you know, when it comes to life, just in general, Be marriage, that, kids, yeah. uh, work, everything, you know. It's been a brother that if I need to talk, that brother I can call my brother, and he gonna always keep it real with me, and vice versa, you know. My boy got a question. He gonna call me. He gonna text me, and we gonna we gonna show. We gonna get it in. So, um, you know, this is one of these brothers that, you know, want somebody I know I can lean on if I ever need it, want uh, a shoulder or something to lean on. So, it was only right that I got my dog on the podcast. We've been planning for this for a good minute now, for at least a year. Yeah, you know, we've been talking about it for a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. Without further ado, man, y'all welcome to the. Show my boy Arthur Roberts. How you doing, my boy? I'm good, bro. You good? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I appreciate you for having me, dog. For real, bro. It's been a minute. I've been waiting on this. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's just one of them. It's time. Yeah. Let's get it. You Let's know go, what I'm saying? Man. So y'all know how we do it. Even though we on episode 101, that don't mean nothing change. We gonna stick to the same script. We starting it off the way we always started off. First question is... What was your relationship like with your dad? Talk about that. Uh, me and my father, man, um, it was straight. You know, he was a truck driver, real real good guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he did have a drug problem. He had an addiction problem. Um, left when I was like nine. Um, and that really just like destructed my whole world. You know what I'm saying? And um, I mean, honestly, bro, if it wasn't for the drugs, bro, I just really feel like he would have been an awesome guy. Mm-hmm. You know, because he never was like, he, he was he, he was only only an issue when he was on that, you feel me? So, but yeah, man. And when he passed away, I think about two years ago, so I definitely, it's a lot I wish was different, but it's not, you know. Mm-hmm. Straight so, up. But it helps me to be a better father today, because it showed me what not to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, that joint hurt, man. I don't like to you. That joint hurt. Yeah, I'd be lying if I said it didn't. But it is what it is. That's real. Mm-hmm. That's real. You know, and that's that's one thing that I'm I'm appreciative of right now. My dad had that same issue, and um, I'm thankful today because he's doing better today. Yeah. Like in his current life right now, he's that's a that's a blessing, bro. It's like it's a blessing. Day and night, right? You know, compared to what six, maybe four, five, six years ago. To see where he is today, like he just joined Facebook, you know, a couple months ago. Yeah. You know, with the scriptures and all that. I'm like, look at this nigga. 
I see you. <laughs> so, you know, everybody be like, boy, I seen your daddy on Facebook. And, man, I'm so glad he's doing well. And like you say, he's always been a good dude. Always, yeah. bro. All, never was. It's just that it's addiction, just, dog. That yeah. addiction, That addiction, man. powerful, bro. Yeah. And they don't even really got to be just drugs. Like, anything could be an addiction mm. to where it ruin your family. You feel what I'm saying? So, That's real. Yeah. Like I said, well, I definitely, man, I miss mine for sure. I ain't like this. I do. I be telling my wife this. Like, don't worry about it. It's like, nah. I'm straight, though. I can yeah. talk about it now, so. That's real. Mm-hmm. That's real. Hey, what, growing up, were there any other, um, like, male role models or anybody that stepped in or people that you looked up to? Um, I mean, I used to look up, you know, like, to my granddaddy, bro, because he the one I was really around. But he was one of them straightforward jokers, bro, yeah. like. And he gonna speak his mind, he don't care. Like, if you fat, you fat, he gonna tell you. You know, like, he don't care, bro. His mouth had no filter. So I kind of picked up a lot. And then, like, my uncle, um, I looked up to him a little bit for a little while. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't leave him out. I, I didn't agree with everything he did. But, you know, he the one actually got me in the audio. Yeah. He taught me how to wire up a radio and how to wire, you know, amps and speakers. And it just stuck with me, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely got to give him credit for that, you feel what I'm saying, then, you know. But really, bro, I be real with you, dog. Like, I learned a lot from just, like, TV, bro. Yeah. Honestly, because I ain't really have that, you know, 100%, like, father figure look up. And, like, you know, old, like, older cats, you know what I'm saying, watching them or whatever. But that's really what I learned from, dog. And just learning from really just remembering everything that, you know, my father did, like, do the opposite. Yeah, so that helped me a lot, bro. That helped me a lot. When you say that, it reminds me of um, it remind me of this one business song that uh, what was it called? Letter to Hip Hop, Dear Hip Hop. Oh yeah, you took about. it back, boy. But yeah, real deal. Yeah, that way yeah, boy, you took it back. But in that song where he talked about how basically how hip hop raised him. Mm-hmm. Like, how hip hop was his dad. It, it really was, bro. Like, I, I grew up on Boosie and, and Webby, bro. Like, <laughs> like street music, you know, kill a nigga, da 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 da. You yeah. feel? That's what I grew up on. So it's like, that's all I knew. But then when I, as I got older, I just realized, like, bro, that really altered me. Because mm. think about it, you feeding your spirit with all this negativity, bro. Mm. To where, like, you want to go off a nigga, you want to go sell dope, or you, you know what I'm saying? Because all you hear is, oh, this get you money, yada, yada, yada. And I just feel like, even the world, the world today, bro, I feel like a lot of dudes, like, a lot of these, like, jits, they lost mm-hmm. because of the music that they listening to. Mm-hmm. And I used to be one of them jits, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But most of all of that's what I'm saying, most of all of us was, bro. And, and it's like, you know, I, I just feel like if you, if you change the narrative, it'll change the script, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. Uh, for sure. Because that's like, for most of us, if our dad wasn't there and we didn't also have um, any other just role models in the community or anything, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we got. We got it from TV and we got it from music. You yeah. know, how do, how do we learn? Uh, how does a man walk? How does a man talk? How exactly. does a man dress? How yep. does, all of those things were fed to. That's why, you know, I was raised on Hot Boys. You oh, know, yeah. Wayne, BG, Oh, Kuby. man. Boy, you know, that's what I was on. You DMX. Know, all that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. that's how I learned, you know, how to mm-hmm. treat a woman. You know, how to think about a woman. How to think about sex. Nigga, that Jagged Edge taught me that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Jagged Edge, Tyree, Pretty Hickey. Oh, my 
real, boy. All right. All right. No, for yeah. sure. Real talk. For and that's, sure. And that's where, where we learn mm-hmm. how to, you know, because after I got married, you know, I just started to really look at, like, dang, I really don't know how to really treat a woman. If I'm no. honest with myself, like, no. where did I... Where did I learn it from? Right. You know, who taught me? And exactly. then if I look at who taught me and what taught me, in TV, you don't really see the role models like that. You don't see it in movies that much, you know, especially movies that we grew up on. We didn't, right. it wasn't really a thing. And so it's like having a dad there or, you know, uncle, brother, granddad, someone mm-hmm. there to be able to show you those things. If you didn't have that, Bro, it's a good chance. I'd have been lost, bro. You lost. I'd have been lost, bro. Lost. I'd have been lost. Like, cause I used to get mad at my granddad. He used to be like, "Oh, go do the yard, go do this, or go do that." But honestly, bro, that's what instilled the hustle in me. Because mm-hmm. once I learned, like, hold on, I can do this and make money. Yeah, boy. I, I finna go eat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like, I like my dog, like my dog Marcus, bro. Marcus Acevedo. Yep, you know yep. Marcus. Shout that's, out to boy Mark. Yeah, man. Get your own hill, my boy. Hey, but that's my brother too, man. But listen, bro, I remember riding our bikes, cause knocking on doors, cause we cutting grass, we, you know what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, bro. That's what really what they taught me a lot. Say about you today, <clears throat> man. These just want to know how to make some money. They do more than anything. More than anything like, they do, bro. They really people do. People ask me how, how how can we help the youth? Help them learn how to make some money. Yeah. If you really want to do it, like and you, manage it. Manage it and manage that. And manage it, yeah. Because really, that's all they're really looking for. They are hitting licks and all that. Mm-hmm. But they just really trying to make some money. Trying to make some money. Yeah. If you can teach them legal ways on how they could, like, because a lot of them, you know, you can tell them, man, go get a job at McDonald's. They really ain't trying to do that. Nah. In all honesty, they just. They did it with people. Wrong with McDonald's. No, ain't that wrong with it. But to them, they're like. That ain't enough. And I'd rather go enough. get yeah. it another way. Okay, so yeah. if you can teach them a skill, so now, you know, since I done learned, you know, graphic design and all that, mm-hmm. just about, man, learn a skill like that. You can make a little money making business cards for people and logos and all that. It's a, it's a way for you to make money. You can get a skill and also you can help yourself. Yeah. You know, you can, I tell them. You can brand yourself just I like you did, bro. Dad, can we talk? Yeah. Off of things that I did. I built yeah. my own website, my own logo. You know, everything you see about Dad, can we talk literally came from right here mm-hmm. and I put it into use on a computer. Yeah. And created a whole brand. So now mm-hmm. it's like I be wishing, I wish I would have learned this stuff when I was younger. It wasn't our time. It wasn't our time. It wasn't you our had time, to go bro. through some of that stuff. Because think about the money you making now. If you made that bat when you was younger, yeah. man, you man, you would've yeah. blew it way faster. Cause don't get me wrong, I done seen paper, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And bro, I'm talking about, ran through it. Cause I'm yeah. like, dang, like nah. I, I tell my wife, bro, I be like, baby, I wish I would've just kept like yeah. a lot of that bread, bro. <laughs> Buying speakers and amps and yeah. stupid stuff, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, dang, I wish I would've invested that money. Seriously. And like, that's why like, I even teach my kids now. Like I'm teaching my daughter, like because, because she already got crypto. Like, the, you know what I'm saying, this business investment. And I told her, I gave her some money. I said, look, you got a decision. You can either, you go blow this on something or you can invest it for your future. And she gave it back. It was like, here, you know, go ahead and invest it. So I, 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 I bought her a couple coins, you know what I'm saying, when it was cheap. And uh, I told her, don't even think about it. Because when you my age, you gonna look back and be like, oh my God, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. That's what it's about, bro. That's, that's really what it's about, bro. 
just trying to teach these kids a new way, bro, really how to manage and, you know what I'm saying, just be a father, bro. That's it. And be the father I never had. That's my biggest goal, bro. For real. What was your first reaction when you found out you were about to be a dad? Like, when you heard them words, you, I'm pregnant. <laughs> no, like, see, my story is a little different, bro. And so, my wife, you know, we've been together 13 years, bro. Like, I'm talking about, you know, jitterbugs, dog. And, you know, we really weren't supposed to make it this far. I'm, it's a yep. blessing that we did. We've been married for going almost nine years now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember when she first got pregnant, she was like, I'm not pregnant. I'm like, hey, you pregnant. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm telling you that you are. She's like, no, I'm not. I can't. Because she was on the shot, the depo shot. And so, you know, the doctor like, oh, yeah, you can't be pregnant for, you know, six, eight months to a year. So, you know, hey, hey we men, you, you, know you know what I'm thinking. Oh, I'm like, well, I'm all in. Yeah. I'm shooting the club, cuz. Screw that. Man, about four months later, cuz, I was at DG and I threw up. And I was like, no. No, ain't no way, bro. Ain't no way, cuz. And before I know it, went to the doctor. Oh, yeah, you pregnant. I told you. I told you, you know what I'm saying? And, dog, bro, I was scared, bro, because I never, I never wanted kids. Yeah. Because I didn't want them to grow up in what I grew up in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, I never wanted to get married. I, I never wanted kids. And don't get me wrong, I'm glad I did. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'm, I love my wife to death and my children. And it really showed me the man that I am. But back then, you know, in my 20s, because I had my first, my oldest when I was 20, bro. And uh, you feel me? So it was just like, I ain't, I ain't know what to do. Because nobody ever showed me or told me how to raise a kid. And I had a daughter. My first, my, my oldest 10 now. You know what I'm saying, bro? It's just like, I, 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 I was lost. Yeah. Me and the wife, we was going back and forth. And because she knew, I'm new. We got this beautiful little baby girl, like, man, you know what I'm saying? What do you do? You know, so, man, I was terrified, though. I ain't lie to you. I was scared, bro. I was scared. Before she had the baby, did you ever go through, like, any um, any classes? Like, how did you prepare once y'all found out, okay, boom, we finna have this baby? How did you prepare yourself for that, like, before she came? Or did you? No, never went to no classes, never did nothing. I'm a, I'm a keep it G, bro. I was so irresponsible. Yeah. So instead of buying like baby stuff, I'm still buying speakers and amps. <laughs> bro, I had every car I had gotta beat the block down, right? Yeah. My wife is my witness. I wish she was here cause she would start laughing right now. Bro, she said, why you finna buy that? And we need a crib, we need this. We need, oh baby, we gonna, we gonna get it, we gonna get it. Bro, I was so irresponsible, dog. But really, I think I did it more so out of fear and disbelief of, bro, you finna be a father. Yeah. And also not really knowing, like, hey, what do I do? Mm. Nigga, I ain't never changed a pamper yeah. before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't never, you feel me? So I'm like, bro, man, oh, whatever, it'll be all right. Yeah. It's, it's fine. You know, it'll go away. Yeah, it'll go, time. right, it'll go away. And like buying these amps and these speakers and, you know, these dope speakers or whatever, or spending money on other stuff. I was just like, man, you know what, you know. I keep my mind off of it. Really, I was trying to run from the situation in my head, just waiting on her to be born. Mm. Not knowing that, hey, you need to be prepared with diapers and clothes. Man, I'm talking about, bro. Bro, it was bad. It was bad. I, I blame myself a lot, though, because I can't blame me. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? So, and just taking accountability for what I did wrong.
Yeah, for nah, sure. That, that's some real stuff there. <clears throat> I think, I think that me, and I asked that question because honestly, bro, there's not a lot out there for dads. No. You know, it's all for moms, bro. It's all the stuff for moms, bro. You know, for there's so many, um, what do they call them? Like, uh, whatever, mom classes or mom, mm -hmm. whatever. There's so many things to. That, uh, resources that are yeah. available for moms, and really nothing for dads. But when bro. it comes to dads, it's like no one thinks about it. Like mm. I honestly think that it should be a requirement that dads go through a, um, a new dad boot camp before taking the child home from the hospital. Mm -hmm. That's just my opinion. Um, I think it, I mean I think it should be that for mom and dads. Yeah, um, <clears throat> there should be like a you know. A boot camp type of thing where the dad goes through all of these things, learning how to fix a bottle, mm -hmm. learning how to um, deal with uh, stress, the, the, yeah. the stress of having, bringing a child home, bro. And, and then the hormone differential with bro, your woman. and That thing is like... I'm going to say this, though. Like I want to touch back on what you said when you said that we should go through like the boot camp. Mm -hmm. I feel that because think about little girls, what they get. Little baby dolls that you can change pampers and put in the stroller and you know like nigga we don't have that because if you see a little boy with that he gay. Yeah. Let's keep it G. Straight up. Let's keep it G. And I so it's like women already have a one up when it comes to parenthood because of that situation. And don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna let my son play with no baby dog, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know what I just said, but my son not gonna play with no baby dog. You feel what I'm saying? But with the father boot camp, I feel like. Had to be perfect mm. for the ones that really want to be in their child's life and really gonna take it seriously, mm. and want to know exactly, you know, well, not really know, but get an idea of what it is to get up, not sleeping maybe four hours a day. You know, right. you know, your baby get colic and he or she crying all the time of night, like not like shut up. You know what I'm saying? Every, every three hours. Yeah, every three hours you got to get up. You know, lucky I was blessed, bro. My wife <laughs> breastfed. Um, I think my 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 middle baby she breastfed and then she got on the bottle, but my oldest and my um, and my youngest was breastfed the whole time. Mm. But my wife, <laughs> she thought it was selfish, so every time the baby get up, she used to wake me up. Make it up. Yeah. Hey, you breastfeed? What you doing? You know, like, bro, I gotta go. I gotta go to work in the morning. If I gotta get up, you gotta get up. Okay. Yeah. Man, I'm talking about, bro, bro, I used to go to DG and Walmart, brother. They could drink any drink. The back to yeah, back, cuz. All right. And so, but no, but I definitely feel you on that, man. Like, with the with the class, bro. I feel like that'd be raw. I, I, I think, now, it's funny you said about the baby dog now. With my son, I remember when he was a little baby. And I remember I was, I was just sitting back on the couch. And I was just, you know, just observing my babies or whatever. Mm -hmm. I do it all the time. And, um, I remember I he had, you know, my, my my oldest, she had all these little baby dolls and stuff. And so my son had picked it up. And I was finna tell him, put that down. But I said, no, I'ma watch him real quick. So I sat and I, I sat back and watched him. And I was just observing him, Brandon. He just he got the baby and he held the baby. And he was patting the baby. And at the time we had my Youngest at the time, my youngest was like a little baby. You know, they like yeah. eleven months apart. Right, right. So he was maybe one. My youngest was like three months, something like that. Hey, hey, so he, he was watching. So yeah. he was watching me with his sister. So right. I was like, dang, that's crazy. Like, 
He just doing what he see his daddy do. Yeah. He see his daddy, quote unquote, playing with a baby. That's right. You know, he see me patting the baby and he like laid the baby down real quick. Real, real <laughs> patting the back. I'm like, bro, he only doing what he see me do. Exactly. He only see him doing what his dad do. That's now, what kids do, bro. Saying that, I don't buy him no baby doll. <laughs> nah. But, but, you know, they're around the house. And, you know, even sometimes, you know, I, I sit back and observe him. He'll get one of them Barbies, beating them things. Like, oh, come on, chill out. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, it's like I, I, I would sit back and watch his interactions. And most of his interactions with the baby dolls were just, you know, like, my daughter would be like, let's play family. I'm going to be the mom and you be the dad. Right. And, like, they're, like, taking care of this baby. Okay, you're right. I'm going to go to work. And, like, so while she at work, he taking care of the baby. It's yeah. like just watching the kids. And it, it really had changed my perspective on that. And I had, that's when I first came to that. To um, I started thinking in the way that what you said something earlier. Like, as for, for, for young boys, when we for boys in general, when we become dads, we're so unprepared mm -hmm. because society has told us that playing with babies or raising babies are for women. Facts. For girls. Facts. Boys don't play with babies. They play I'm with like, cars. I play with babies all the time. Yeah, yeah. Boy, that's all I think about. Boy, I be looking at, man, I think I got a problem right now. <laughs> I be on Instagram literally. Like for like 20, 30 minutes sometimes, bro, just in the bed at night, just scrolling baby videos. Cause I like to see baby bro, babies are the future, me, bro. Bring you they, joy. They bring me joy. They bring yeah. me, they make me happy. And my wife asked me the other night, she was like, Boy, are you alright? You've been sitting here watching these videos. I'm like, she like, why you do that? I'm like, it made me happy. Yeah. Like, um, I've been stressed a lot lately, and just seeing a baby makes me happy bro like it just it made me forget and it, it it take me back to those days when my babies were little yeah and just seeing them look at them in their eyes and bro, like they have no care in yeah. them, bro. they're so no care. innocent so it bro they are so pure and mm -hmm. innocent and i'm just like bro they taught me so much about you know like like they're they're so pure in their in their dependency on their creator, their parents. Their parents. And right. I'm just like, bro, I need to learn to be like that with God, bro. Oh, boy. Like, boy, you said something there, boy. Boy, you said something there. It teaches me so much. It yeah. me, and I'm like, I don't know how to be still like a baby, bro. Mm -hmm. like, I don't know how to be dependent and just, you know, when it's time for me to need something, I'm a crowd to, you know, my mom or my dad, you know, because they know that when I call, when I call on them, they, they come in. Yeah. Mommy, daddy gonna come feed me. They gonna come change me. Yeah. They gonna make sure I'm straight. Like, and bro, it just, I don't know. It, I done been like this maybe the last three or four months. Uh, if people pay attention to my Facebook, you, I made a post a couple months ago. I seen it. I seen it. And I was so serious, bro. Like, let me hold that baby and I'll give him man, back. Bro, yeah, no, I, I still I ain't seen it. no baby. <laughs> I was kind of mad the other day. I Enough. I forgot she had like a three month old. I was like, God, I'm finna hit. I, yeah. I said, Ma, you got what's so and so number? She said, Yeah, boy. I said, Oh, I'm finna hit her. I forgot she got a baby. She told me, What you mean by that? Ma, don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> it just be here. No. Like, Am I? Whatever God do with you right now. Bro, I was kind of hot. You know, I waited on the east side of town for some hours because she was like, I ain't home right now, but when I get home, you know, I'll let you know. And she ended up hitting me up a couple hours later, like, We're going to get together another day. I'm like, 
bro, I need this today. Yeah. What you mean? Yeah. Like, I need this. I just, bro, I, 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 right now, I feel like I need it because it brings me, it just bring, it just do something to me, bro. Like, I just want to be able to connect with the baby again, you know, because I, I just miss my babies being like yeah. that. So, back on point. If y'all y'all might be like, well, this man here is crazy. But no, for real though, like babies really do something. But you know, it's peaceful. I, I, it's I just peacefulness, babies, bro. bro. Like I remember, like with my kids, like my oldest daughter. I used to, I got videos on my phone, bro. I used to hold her. Cause she was born five pounds six ounces, bro. I used to hold her like one on, like this was her. And she used to just stare at me. I used to stare at her. I used to be like, bro, I got a baby, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then my second daughter, she, uh, Naomi, that's my second baby. That's like, bro, that little girl's special. And I don't mean like, you know, like that. I'm saying she like special, bro. Like, that little girl's something else. And I remember just holding her, bro. And like, and she got big old eyes too. Just like me, she got big old eyes. My oldest daughter, she got my wife eyes. Like, you know, slant, little Chinese. Yeah, I got a boy, look at her. You know what I'm saying? And then my son, you know, he got big eyes too, but like my son, it was different than the girls. Mm. Like I remember holding my girls just like, oh man. Yep. And my son was like, I was holding him, and I was just like, man, like, I just remember crying, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, because I made a promise I'd be there, Lord's willing. Like, long as I'm, long as I got breath in my body, up. I'm gonna be there. Cause I never Straight thought I'd have a boy. Cause I remember, so me with Dog Marcus, you know. He got three, you got three, I got three. You know what I'm saying? We all got three. Right. I remember when my wife was pregnant with my son. Cause my son wasn't playing, bro. He just like, he stuck in through there. You feel me? We, we playing both my daughters. So. My son, he was not gonna do. You feel me? Like, hey, I'm here. What's up? Like, man, bro, what yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? So I lost a thousand dollars to my wife, bro. She said, nah, but it's a boy. I said, nah, bro, I can't have no boy. I already got two girls. I'm finna have three girls. She said, nah, baby, this feel different. This a boy. She said, better thousand dollars. So, long story short, I lost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> had had my little man, but no, but yeah, like I just remember holding all my kids, bro, just being like, I don't understand how somebody can not want to be there for their child, bro. Ridiculous. And don't get me wrong, there's some mothers out here that's you know that's hell, bro, like that, and make the man just just want to run off and just say screw everything. And 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 for those men that deal with that situation, bro, keep fighting. Sure, you know what I'm saying? Because it's nothing like your own child. And it's like when that child grows up and know that you kept fighting all all their life, bro, they gon' the you the truth gonna be revealed, bro. You feel me? Like, bro, it's so much that you can do. Just don't give up. Whoever's out there, don't give up, bro. I'm telling you, I don't care how crazy that woman is. I don't care how crazy the family is. Don't give up. You feel me? And uh, but yeah, man, I said, but that junk, that junk get deep, boy. That get deep. That junk get deep for real. <clears throat> what has fatherhood taught you about yourself? So what you ten years in, in the last ten years, what's one of those things that, since having children, what have you like one of the most important things you've learned about yourself? <clears throat> that I actually am not as selfish as I thought I was, or as I used. Mm -hmm. to be because there's times where <clears throat> and people that know me they they know art don't dress up yeah like you feel what i'm saying art don't dress up you feel but my family raw 
You feel me? I don't dress up because I always I always put me last. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather my wife and kids be straight and me just like, you feel me? Bro, I'm good. Like, I'm straight with you. You know, like, I'm good. You feel me, bro, man? Listen. So, really, it just taught me that I'm not the person I thought I was mm-hmm. with the selfishness and, you know, being self centered and worrying about myself only. Like, because having a family, bro, you really got to put all that to the side. Straight up. It ain't, it ain't about me no more. It's about them. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And time moving. A time ain't waiting on nobody, bro. You got to tell me. Bro, my oldest will be 11 this year. I'm like, bro, I'm thinking myself, hold on, nigga, when I'm 38, bro, my oldest grown. It'll be 18. I'll be, I'll be 31 next month. Crazy. <laughs> bro, I ain't ready. Wow. But she just like me, too. My oldest, but she's my twin, bro. She's my twin, bro. I tell her all the time, you just like me, you just a female. That's why I be on you like that, because yeah. bro, you just like me. Yeah. I can't have you go down that road, bro. No, I don't care. But go ahead, my fault. I get off topic, cuz. My bad, my bad, no, my bad. Always, always say my kids are a more pure version of myself. <clears throat> I always like this one thing Tupac said in the song back in the days. He said, I've been always. He said, lately, I've been really wanting babies so I can see a part of me that wasn't always shady. And I like I be thinking about that verse, like oh, what he said in that. And I'm like, dang, like they really are like a part, the part of me that, you know, like my kids, they hardhead. Oh, mine too. They like me. Hard-headed. Me too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they pure with their heart. They just be them. Yeah. Dang, they they just they are like themselves, bro. Like literally. And they're like just this pure version of me. It's like if I take all my three kids, they all have these different parts of me. Mm-hmm. And it just shows me like, <clears throat> who I like. They, they, they literally are, bro. They got so many things that like when I look at them, I'm like, man, bro, that's me. Like that's yeah. literally like, and I fussed them about all this stuff, and I'm like, bro, that's all me right there, mm-hmm. in, in, in packaged in three different the packages things. It's like they're like, that's 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 Anthony Ray right there. Mm-hmm. These three jokers right here, everything you know, like when they're being wild, when they're being crazy, when they're being sweet, just their whole thing. Demeanor, like, everything. That's me right there. Yeah. And they they literally can teach you about yourself, bro. Like, as much as we fuss at our kids sometimes, I always have to take a look back, a step back and say, that's me. Mm-hmm. I do this as an adult. Mm-hmm. But I don't see it as much because I ain't paying attention to it like I'm paying attention to them. Right, it's normal. It's normal. It's normal when I do. <clears throat> but I'm like, bro, these kids are literally doing everything that I do. I know my son um, my mama, like... When she come around, like she stayed with us uh, for December 25th, you know what I'm saying? She stayed with us. And it just be funny because, like, my son, he was crying. And my mom was like, that's what you used to do. Because mm. apparently I was bad, bro. I was bad, bro. <laughs> like, I was a kid in church running up under the, you know, the call up under the thing, grabbing legs. Like, yeah, that was me. I was just, like, turned up as a jit, bro. And, like... My uh, my second daughter, she's just like that. I'm talking about, bro, she be turned up. Yeah. And my mama just be like, like she'll be seeing my kids and just be like, 
But that's you. Like, yeah. that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mama used to tell me all, all the time that she was going to lose her mind mm -hmm. behind me. Yeah. You feel me? Just because I was just like hyper, bro. You mm -hmm. feel me? So, no, I definitely feel what you're saying. Like, bro, like looking at my kids, it's like, bro, that's me. You know, like even my wife be like, nah, baby, I carry them, do yours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> do yours for real, cause bro, like all of them got a piece of me, bro, for sure. Like it's just like wow, like it's just mind blowing, and it's scary. Yeah. Cause like I said, my oldest daughter, she is just like me, and I don't know what side. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm just like, bro, I'm like just like just sitting back waiting, like, like God, please don't let it be. Him over here, <laughs> let it be the right. You know what I'm saying, the right. Or please don't let it be him over here. You yeah. feel me? Because you know he's supposed to be dead and gone. I'm a new person, right? So I just pray that you feel me. You know what I'm saying, like, bro? So listen, talk. I'm not ready, bro. Man, what's been the most difficult part about fatherhood so far? The most difficult part, bro, is like right now at this second, or just overall. Just overall. Overall would be trying to teach and love all my kids correctly mm. and my wife, but you know, but we speak of fatherhood, trying to love my kids the way that they deserve to be loved. Mm. I'm trying to be slower, which I've improved being slower to anger because bro, like, bro, listen, I fight that every single day because, like, especially like my son, you know, he full, bro, and so he be crying. I'm like, nigga, shut up, like, bro, you tripping, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, calm down. Why be like, babe, chill? I'm like, man. But then after I, I calm down, I be like, bro, I was tripping. Like, this is a little boy. This is a little boy. He is a kid, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then it's no. I'm gonna jump off off topic and back on. But as as men and being little boys once before, we were told stop crying, to shut up, mm -hmm. which also is an issue with our emotions now and why we can't love women correctly like mm -hmm. we're supposed to because we were taught not to be emotional. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really the hardest thing, so back on topic, the hardest thing is trying to determine what's the proper balance. You know what I'm saying? And then my girls, I'm not raising little boys. But don't get me wrong, like I never thought I was gonna have a boy. So like my oldest daughter, boy, all right, like, bro, she me, like I said. You feel what I'm saying, bro? She ready to throw hands and everything, you feel me? She get angry, like, ah, uh, you know, like, baby, calm down. So it, it's just trying to find a balance with all three. Mm. Honestly, bro, that's the hardest part, bro. Difficult thing, double. Bro, it's hard, bro. It's hard. Bro. I ain't learned that yet. <laughs> bro, I, I just. I work at it every day. Last week, I told myself, man, this year I'm going to protect my peace, bro. Because lately, well, I probably ain't been. Last year was probably like the most angry I've ever. I just, I don't know, man. I, I, last year showed you who you I, truly are. I've been angry a lot, mm -hmm. bro. Just angry and, you know. At times, going through a lot of rage in the house and stuff. Like, I come home and I'm mad about the house. Why ain't looking? All this stuff. And bro, I don't know what hit me like maybe two weeks ago. Bro, I'm going off on the kids. <laughs> and then my baby say, my, uh, my my oldest daughter say, Daddy, you were never this mean when I was a baby. It's like you changed. 
Oh, bro, listen to me. Okay. What you? I know you cried on that one, boy. What I think this? I know you cried on that one. Like, man, just be quiet, bro. And I still to this, it, it, it did something in me. I'm like, bro, she right. Yeah. She right. You needed that though. You bro, needed that. And it, it, it was like, damn, I'm tripping, bro. <clears throat> I, I just, I get so mad and so angry, bro. And and it make me mad with myself sometimes, bro, because I'm like. Why am I so angry? Like, why am I tripping this much, you know, and allowing things to affect me? Emotionally. Emotion, bro. And I'm like, don't nobody get me mad like them, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? You know like, why? Why am I so upset? What I found out, because they're you. Mm. Opposites do what? Attract. Takes madness, bro. And the same repel. You feel me? they you. And so it's like you, one thing with me that, that I learned was you got to remember who you're dealing with because mm. they're the future. And so with being angry and yelling and like, you know, just spazzing out, bro, like that's affecting them growing up too. Mm. And, you know, we always holler, oh, we want our, our, our kids to have what we never had. But yet we raising them the same way we was raised. Mom and daddy was arguing. Mom and daddy was doing this. You know, whatever the case may be. And and I really, like, you really just got to have that that discipline, bro. Like, I've been, I'm big on this. Um, I got a reminder in my phone, bro. It says, the discipline will fix 80% of your life problems. Mm. And, I mean, no lie, bro. Like, it's literally right here. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? And I keep that here because that's been helping me along my journey. Like, bro, just because, like, something happened. And as a man, it's our job not to be emotional mm -hmm. and to control our emotions. Not hide them. Control them. There's a difference. Like, I'm angry. I want to go beat this nigga up. But it's like, why do that and go to jail when I could just be calm and say, man, let me holler at you. Let me talk to you. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And so it's like, honestly, bro, like, you got to just learn that, like, that discipline balance within yourself to say, to take that one extra second to like almost step out your body and be like, bro, chill, you tripping. I, I talk to myself all the time. I got to. I, I talk to the man above the most high. You feel me, bro? He really been helping me a lot. You got to pray for that thing, bro. I'm telling you, dog. Boy. I'm telling you, bro. Like, bro, like, I just learned don't have no shame in nothing, bro. Whether you deal with Anything under the sun, bro. And I mean anything under the sun, bro. Nigga, nigga, take it to God, bro. And But leave it. Because I had that issue, too. I pray about something. Oh, Lord, we need help. And I, I'm out here trying to figure out a scheme to get me some money. When I'm, I'm supposed to be waiting, having faith. Walk by your faith and not my, not my sight, what the word says. Yo, boy. Damn, that's real, bro. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. That's real. I'm telling you. It's and it's so important what you said, man. I think at times I'm mad because I see myself in them. Yep. That's what I picked and I'm up. Upset about it. Yeah. About myself. I ain't mad with them. I'm mad. You with want them me. to be better than you. That's what it is. Yeah. And so when you see you in them, like the old you too. You see the old you sometimes, like whether it's you know, like my daughters, they fight. Like the other day, my daughter, bro, they playing. And my older daughter punched my youngest daughter in the head, bro. Mm. 
I'm just like, why would you do that? But bro, like back, like back when I was legit, when I was legit, bro, I used to, like, I used to get angry. I never punched my sister, but I used to get angry to where I wanted to. Mm. And it's like, why even be that mad? You feel what I'm saying? Mm. And so, no, I definitely, I definitely know what you're saying. And that's one of those things that, um, yeah, the, the difficult part of fatherhood. Yeah, bro. Boy, it's definitely difficult. It really man, is. how has um, how has school been going for you, man? I know you just how like in the long with school. How have you balanced um, school, marriage, fatherhood, all of that, all in the one? You know, I just got done with that. What? Uh, well, now it's a year. Yeah. So like, what's that been like for you? It's been different, bro. You know, being the man that <clears throat> that I've always been, you know, work, grind, you know what I'm saying? I even take care of the fam and now I don't I don't I don't clock in on nobody's clock, bro. And it's a blessing. My wife said, you know, I'm putting you through school, I'm gonna pay all the bills, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and she's been keeping her word. So we're balancing that. And then also, you know, running my business, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Aero Sounds, you know, I do audio, so, you know, I need the thing, let me know. All that, my dog. All right, you know what I'm saying? Instagram, yeah. all that. And um, and at the end of the day, um, I just really just try to, all my free time, I just try to really just give it to them. Only thing I struggle with right now is, like, let's say I go have a job or I do a job, I'll try to... Like post all my work, but my wife, like she used to constantly say, like you've been gone all day, why you coming home and being on your phone? Mm. I was like, dang. And like I hear her, bro, but it's just I still battle with this, like just listening and saying, okay, phone get put down. Mm. I still like, well, let me hurry up real quick, cause I I gotta post, I gotta post. And I'm, it's a struggle, bro. It's a struggle. And then you know, just trying to keep my grades up high and just trying to keep everything going, bro. It it's a struggle, dog. It's a struggle, bro. But I just try to make the best of it all for right now. I graduated in April, so yeah. you almost done. Huh, I'm, I'm almost I, there. I when the first, the last, the last <coughs> school for me, I graduated December 21. Mm -hmm. And um, man, the last few months was like probably the hardest. You know, right. I was sliding. You know, the first, that first year and a half. You know, two years, I was killing it, bro. And then I started really feeling that pressure. Uh, marriage started getting hard and all that and man them last two months of school boy last two or three months I was almost about to quit because I'm like come on like what is this like what is going on and yeah. you know just being able to talk with, with my boys man and um I just, that's when I released I did that one song that one year that was uh two years um, oh yeah yeah, yeah. One song the one you that came with. out of what I was going through. Mm -hmm. I was like, boy, I just gotta get stuff off my chest and literally just write and go in the studio and just release it because I was going through so much coming up to the end of that program. And, you know, thankfully, you know, I did make it through and um, everything was cool after that. But yeah, it, it, was, it was difficult trying to, and then, you know, I was still working too, like mm -hmm. working and having a little side business. Right. Along with trying to build this podcast and you know everything else you got going, it yeah. was just yeah that, that was wild. <clears throat> My cap always goes off to any man or woman that's going to school and working and got kids and mm -hmm. all that. What that thing does not for the week 
hearted. This not, is gonna be that. It's not for the weak heart, man. It's not. Listen, I always tell young cats, you know, I be talking with young dude, but you say you ain't got no kids and you ain't married and you struggling. Huh? Boy, you better. Nah. What you struggling <laughs> for, bro? Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, listen, and I, I just. I ain't judging your situation, but cuz you tripping. Right. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Because, bro, everything what you I, been through. I went through. Yeah. And if I could do that with all this over here, mm -hmm. and you got three you know, things to deal with yourself in the yeah, car. Man, come on, bro. All you right. tripping, bro. You, all right. Let me be in your position. All right. I'm finna take it up there. Who you telling, bro? I'm man, finna I show out. Hey, <laughs> uh, I'ma still show out, though. Like, I remember. I want to say maybe like six months ago, and I could be wrong. But I, I broke down, dog. I, I told my wife because you know, because she been paying all the all the bills and mm -hmm. this and that, and we like have just enough right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, bro, like me being the man that that I am and always been working. It's like, dog, like I'm finna quit. I'm finna just go ahead and just go. I'm finna go find me like a little warehouse, go make this little money, because bro, like it really got stressful, dog. Like. I'm talking about I real deal broke down, cried and all, bro. Comes like, dog, I can't do this, bro. Like, I can't just go to school and not make no bread to take care of my family. Mm -hmm. And so that's really like when my wife, when she told me, she, she like, cause you do music, like, why not start that? I'm like, well, I don't have nowhere to do it. You know, coming from my house, mm -hmm. you know, here to an apartment, I'm like, bro, she, she like, hey, babe, if you want to do it, you'll do it. Mm -hmm. And it's been on, on and popping ever since then, bro. I just been helping my wife, you feel me? Mm -hmm. But as a man, brother, I've always wanted to, like I always had a dream to make more money than what we need. That way my wife can chill. Like she ain't gotta work, you know, she could just, you know, be at the house and you know, we go on vac vacation, you know, the, the dream life, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's always been my dream. So I'm really working towards that. That's real. You feel me? Yeah, so. How do you think the move, you know, uh, you know since y'all moved from Gainesville to Orlando, how has that, how would you say that's uh, affected family life and, you know, affected the kids, like, uh, positively or negatively? Like, how has that, uh, that move been? i say uh, because cause we asked our, our, asked our kids, bro, and, like, the move of, uh, for me and my wife was, it was awesome. It was scary because when we first moved out there, bro, we had no place to live. Uh, I'm trying to start off from the beginning to the end. When I kept pushing school back because because business here started picking up, I'm like I'm making a little paper now. I'm like man, I ain't. bro, bump that wife like nah, you going? You know what I'm saying? So we lived in a hotel for like a week and a half, bro, almost two weeks, bro. Uh, money started getting low because you got to think about it. Hotel ain't cheap. Right. We're a family of five. Her breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack. You feel me? I'm just like God, leave, bro. You know, like bro and. Then we got our apartment, you know, like we asked our kids, bro, and I was just like, you know, I like you, y'all like it here better or, you know, back home where we was. And they said, they said back home because they had a yard. Mm. Like they had a trampoline, you know, they had all that. And, and so it was like, that's the only thing we missed is being outside. And, but honestly, I'm, I'm using that for like motivation because it's like, we gotta get a crib. You feel what I'm saying? Because like that's like my drive, bro. Like that's what I do it for. You feel my my wife and my kids. And so the move definitely was awesome too, bro. Because it it isolated us. Like it really showed us, you know. Because here you got family, which we ain't really had no deep support system anyway. 
to where like you know how some people they can just go drop their kids off and go party like we ain't had that you feel me and so it was just like you know with that isolation bro it, it also made me and my wife closer because mm. like all we had was was each other bro that's it straight up and so like yeah it's definitely been a blessing bro it's definitely i encourage anybody to get out your comfort zone bro that's real once you step out of your comfort zone you step out on faith mm. boy look here that's all right yeah all right I like it, bro. Oh, for sure. I'm telling you. Man, going forward, what's one area of parenting you want to improve in? Ooh, one area of parenting. Um, My bad for the silence, bro. I'm thinking, bro, because it's like, whoa. That's a... Trying to make you think. Yeah, bro. Yeah, nah. You took it there. Honestly, bro, like, it's just really just being more supportive of my children. Um, you know, not looking at them like, like they get A's, B's, and C's. I'm like, you supposed to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you supposed to have A's and B's because you smart. Like, you know, you gonna apply yourself, you gonna do what you're supposed to do instead of, you know, making them feel like loved in every situation. Um, I really gotta work on that because like, even, even, even sometimes, like, my oldest daughter, she real lovey, bro. Like, she like to be all up on me. I'm like, man, what, like, what you doing? Like, you know, I'm not used to that. So it's just like, you know, just being more of a loving man, bro, honestly. Like, because, again, I didn't grow up with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't tell my granddaddy or my, I ain't tell my grandma or, or nobody ever told each other we loved them, bro, and our family until my grandma almost passed, well, when she passed away. Mm-hmm. And so I never really grew up with love. It was more so financial. Like, oh, here, happy birthday. You know, it never was like, oh, I love you. Oh, you're, you're this, you're that. And so I, I definitely want to give my kids that love, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and, and, and that's a big thing. Um, I think when you start to recognize that, something I talk about on the podcast a lot is, uh, the love languages of children very different um very different than very different ours um and we i mean some of it's the same i just think we just don't focus on theirs we we look at love languages in a sense of marriage all the time yeah, we do but we don't never stop and think that love languages ain't just for marriages or couples that's for people in general. Everyone mm-hmm. has a way that they desire to be loved. Right. If you even if you single, you have love languages. You have right. a way that you want people. You have a way that you respond to um, love. You you respond in a certain way. So as kids, we always say, you know, we we look at certain kids. We think we can love our kids the same way, and that's something that I had to learn. Like, nah, my son wants to be loved in a different way than his oldest sister and his youngest sister. Like my right. son, he loves for you to spend time with him. He like for you to, he like to go and do things. He like to, mm-hmm. uh, he want to go throw the football. He want to do all that type <clears> of stuff. He like, you know, for you to play the video game with him. He like yep. for you to play, so we can play cards together. Like he loves the interaction and feel like you spending time with him. He like quality time, like mm-hmm. that's his thing. My youngest daughter loves, she's cuddly. She's 
uh, physical touch. She loved hugs and kisses. Yeah. She loved for you to just do that. She want to be up under us at all times. She just like to come in the room and say, but that ain't my, I just want to be with you. <laughs> that's her thing, but like, she, that's how she feels loved. And my oldest is, she loves words of affirmation. She loved for you to tell her that, you know, she's special and she's beautiful and you love her and she liked the kisses and hugs and stuff. Like, she mm -hmm. liked when I, Put her to bed. She still likes me to rub her face like this, like I used to do when she was a baby. That's how I used to just rub her face until she sleep, bro. Mm -hmm. And as a nine-year-old girl, but that girl still, you know, I can tell when I go in her room and I put her to bed and I just rub her face. She just, you could just tell like that's, that's her, her thing. comfort zone. Yeah, she's like she's safe. And I'm like, dang, like this really, like these kids are really different. And when you recognize, you know, how your kids. Uh, respond to certain things like you gotta act on those things and uh yeah that's an important thing man to be supportive and loving like and that love looks different for all of them Fact. like the love don't look the same to all three of your kids mm. it could but it don't way it yeah might not so just recognizing how they desire to be loved mm -hmm. Um, that's a big way to begin to uh, support them uh, in your love for them. Yeah, and, and like I said, because my son, you know, he he like man, bro. Like, bro, <laughs> he gonna be, yeah. I don't know, bro. I feel like any four-year-old out there wanting it man, bro, my son gonna give you the business straight up. The call out hey, right now. Right now. <laughs> you got a four-year-old that play man on Xbox, let's run it. You feel yeah. me? Cause dog, bruh, that joker beat me the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, he but was, he was balling that day I came to your house. Bruh, he, bruh, he was balling. You remember he was balling, bro. I'm, I'm like, dang. Yeah. And so really, bro, it's like, you know, that's his love language. Daddy, you gonna play the game, you gonna play the game, play the game. I'm like, I have to catch my, I have to catch myself because I try to do the, um, the good things that my father did. Cause my, cause my father used to play the game with me all the time, me and my sister. And this is where discipline come in because I don't feel like playing the game, but I'm gonna go play it because I know that makes my son happy. Like my oldest daughter, she likes to either be lovey-dovey or she likes to play fight. That's just what she like to do. My middle baby, bro, she really, her love language is just. That daddy let me be me. Yeah. Like I'm chilling. Like I got my little toys. I got my play-doh or whatever. Like let me just, you know, and 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 she real creative, bro. Like, cause she also get that from me, I feel like. Cause I cause I used to draw. I used to do all that stuff. And I, I stopped doing it. Like the other day, bro, she made like a snowman, a turtle, and something else out of out of out of play-doh. I'm just like, how you did that? Without no instructions, bro. I'm just like, and it looked like a turtle. Like she carved it out and everything. I'm like, now nah, she's seven now. I'm like, bro, I said, oh, Picasso, you know what I'm saying? Hey, but go ahead and run it, you feel me? And I'm just like, dang, you know. And so, no, I definitely feel you on, on, on that, bro, with the whole love language thing and just trying to make sure that, you know, my children know that, you know, I love them, dog. Like, for real, because I, I, I like that growing up. For real. I like that growing up, so. If you could sit with the 18-year-old version of Arthur, and me and you sitting right now, you know, knowing everything that you know at this point in your life, and you could give that young man one, one piece of advice going forward, what would you say to him? Just one piece of advice? One piece of advice. 
piece of advice going forward. If you can look that man in his eye and knowing you know him, you know this 18 Oh yeah. Man, and you know everything you know at this point in your life, what right. would you say to him? Honestly, I buy Bitcoin. Yeah. I'ma tell you why. <laughs> I, I found out about Bitcoin back then when I was when I was 18. Through Bitcoin and Ethereum. Never knew nothing about it. And again, I used to blow money on dumb junk. You feel me? If I'd have bought Bitcoin back then, I'd have been a millionaire. The chick would have been so straight. Man. Straight. <laughs> I'm talking about stupid straight. Like $20. Woo! The chick would have been living. Bro, living, bro. Like, I'm talking about cuz. Bro, and we talking about before Bitcoin even yeah. hit him. It was like a, a tenth of a penny, bro. You could have had millions of, of coins. You feel me? And I remember being 18, I was a dishwasher. I want to say a Gainesville Country Club, bro. I had my car payment, and uh, these dudes were talking about Bitcoin and Ethereum. I'm sitting there, I ain't gonna lie, you know, I, I was high, you know, so I'm watching dishes, music in, I'm chilling. And I heard it, and I'm just like, Bitcoin, like, what's, oh yeah, man, I, hey man, this the future, this the future. I'm like, man, man, this ain't no future, man. Y'all just buying like imaginary money or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't understand it. And fast forward to now, you know, I mean, of course the market down right now, but when Bitcoin, when it topped out, bro, it was $74,000 per coin. Yes, sir. Bruh. Mm. <sighs> well, you would have been, been one of the people they looking for. Right? <laughs> you tell it, boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like for real, bro. And bro, they'll be looking for me, cuz. They'll be looking for me, but. Man, like, I can say the 18 year old me was a fool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like for real, bro. Oh, uh, yeah. He definitely was a fool. I'd have told him to listen to. Listen, bro. Listen. Listen to all, everything your granddaddy told you about credit. Listen to everything that them old heads told you. Bro, listen. That's all you gotta do, and just take heed of everything that you take in, mm. and apply it. And bro, life would be a lot different. You know what I'm saying? So much different. <clears throat> so much different. Hey, we in here, man. We still here. We still learning. Oh yeah. Man, we can pass this knowledge back to the other 18 year old jits right now. Bro, for sure, bro. Bro, for sure. Passing that knowledge. Oh, for sure. Like I said, bro. Like, you know, honestly, also like another thing I learned too was um, like the life I'm in today, bro. Like, especially going to school, you know, like school I'm at, it's a lot of jits. Mm -hmm. Hey, I gotta remember, I gotta remind myself, like, bro, bro, these kids, bro, like they trying to find their way too. Cause I get aggravated, like people be talking, they, you know, how, you know how you was in high school, we cracking jokes and laughing and everything. I'm like, bro, y'all shut up. I'm trying I'm trying to learn how to rebuild a motor. Like, bro, chill out. You know what I'm saying? But even my wife, brother, my wife, bro, she helped me uh, a lot. She said, baby, we gotta remember them kids. Like, you was 18 once. Like, dang. Yeah, you're right, cause before I went at 18, it'd be a whole different story, probably. You feel what I'm saying? Really? And so it's just honestly, bro, I, I would like to, you know, to get the youngins, bro. Like I actually got a customer um I'm doing some doors for right now. And he 20. And, uh, but he got his head on straight. And I'm just like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we kind of chopped it up a little bit. And uh, I wanted to see where his head was. He was like, yeah, man, I just stay out of the way. I just got to go to work, you know, whatever. I'm trying to be loud. That's it, you know? 
I'm just like, bro, I wish these, like, all these jits was like that. Because mm -hmm. lately, it's just been, every time you hear about a shooting, bro, it's a jit. Let's be real, bro. It's a jit, dog. And, like, I also blame, like, you know, like, growing up, like, we grew up fighting. You know, like, all them boys don't know how to fight, bro. So, the fathers ain't teaching them, you know, the, you know, whatever, bro. And a lot of them, they raised by their mothers, you know, very emotional, let's be real, because they watching their mamas but not understanding what they watching until they come out when they get older. And then, and then you wonder why, you know, they get mad and just psych out and do something stupid and they didn't want to cry out about it when you sit in prison for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Because you made one emotional decision. Cause it, it take a second to ruin your life. That's it. Straight up. It's game over at that point. And it's just like, then you calm down, it's like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? So, no, it definitely get deep, bro. It definitely get deep. Man, you know, we can have a whole conversation on that. Oh, for sure. Know we gonna start, cause boy, if I go there. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. We in there. We in there. <laughs> what they say, we in the lab, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, man, I think we, 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 we've uh, tapped into a lot of different Areas of fatherhood, man. I think we gonna leave it there. Yeah, that's, that's fine, my boy. I needed this, bro. Yeah, no I did too, bro. For real, because it definitely opens your mind to fatherhood, bro, and it makes you think and it makes you wanna improve, sort of say. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's like okay, like I know, I see what this brother doing. I see what this brother doing. You know what? Damn, well, how come? You know, whatever. And it just like, you know, it just makes you want to improve, bro. That's it. You know, cause one thing I learned, once you get complacent, that's it. You're going to lose it all. You feel what I'm saying? You're going to lose it all, bro. And at that point, now what you got? You got that. So keep grinding, keep beating, my boy. I tell all y'all, keep grinding, keep beating. Keep God first. You feel what I'm saying? I love your people. Cause but Mario might not be here. All right. Like going right now, bro. Who you telling? Like, Hey, bro. Same time, but that's another topic. That's another topic. Right. That's another topic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, man, go there, well, yeah, I appreciate you, bro, for having me, man. Like I said, brother. Love. Hey, man, all love, bro. You know that, bro. You know it. And like I said, we definitely going to do this again. Yeah. I got to sure, get on that uh, the other one that you yeah, got, too. That me and we can't talk. talk. Get on another topic. Oh, boy, look at him, boy. Hey. But we're gonna talk about five hours. What? Yeah. Hey, they gonna say, oh man, hey, this interview, it's too long. We're going to say, oh, what are you saying? You know what I'm saying? All right. But yo, man, y'all listen, man. This is what it's about. You know, this is, um, for me, I always say it, still the same today. Mm -hmm. Like five and 10, 15 and 20 episodes ago, mm -hmm. this is therapy for me, man. It's therapeutic. And um, very, very I, so. I, I need stuff like this. So, you know, these are conversations. I've been having these conversations for years. I just started the podcast, you know, three years ago. But I've been having these conversations since, since like 2013, since I had children. You know, so this ain't nothing new. You know, I've been having these conversations for the longest. Mm -hmm. And I just always said... I think other people should hear these conversations, you know, so uh, that's why I do the podcast, man, because I know that there's many others that can learn from conversations like this, uh, people that can add to the conversation, and uh, y'all just continue to stay stay tuned because I got some guys coming up. Um, the next one, I think I got 
uh, Duke Skywalker from Ball is Life. He's he'll be on in about a week or two. Um, my boy Jeremy <laughs> Fisher, I'll have him on next month. My boy Brian Pace, I'll have him on next month. So y'all continue to look forward to uh, more stories from dads. And, you know, we just, it's just another calendar year on the Gregorian calendar. Uh, <laughs> but we already know New Year for us, for those that know and uh, believe in the truth. Our New Year's coming up in about two months when right. springtime pop off, man. So, yeah, sure. um, according to this realm of things, you know, we are in another year, 2023. So, according to this fiscal year, 2023, we're going to continue to talk fatherhood, continue to push it forward. You know, we're going to continue to change the narrative and keep doing what we do. You know, um, ain't nothing changed. You know, we just gonna continue to learn, continue to love, yeah. and continue to just be better dads, be better men. Uh, that's what that's what our goal is. So uh, appreciate everyone that if you did listen and you get to this point of the podcast, we love you, man. We appreciate you, and uh, thank you for all the support. Y'all continue to stay tuned. Like I said in the beginning www.dadcanwetalk.com is where you can find all the episodes and everything you need to know about the podcast or you can find you can find it everywhere Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public. It's everywhere. Just go on Google and type in Dad Can We Talk and you will find it somehow some way something going to come up. Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Go and subscribe, follow the podcast and I'll uh, stay tuned for more conversations with dads and yeah listen this episode 101 and we up out of here